Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. Hello and hello and welcome to another episode of Therapy is Life. We will continue our discussion around the holiday blues. I ain't no Scrooge, so I won't be singing the holiday blues. And my name ain't Dola Mike, but I just want to get it right. Please sit back and enjoy the show because we're about to do it for you today. So let's get it going. Okay, okay. Commentary I know is necessary. But geez, man, we're about to talk about some tough stuff that we might experience during the holiday blues. Grief, a very powerful emotion because it encompasses so much of all these different emotions that we might feel. We talk about it. We talk about the sadness. We talk about the anger. We talk about the shock, the denial, and the depression, and all these things that occur when we experience grief. During the holiday season, many of us will experience grief because we have lost loved ones that we cherish and we love. And this time of year, it will trigger our thoughts and our feelings around those losses. My sisters, what are y'all thoughts on grief during the holidays? It's real. Yeah, it's real. It's real. It's a quote that says, where there was great love, there'll be great grief. Mm. So I think that's real. It's yeah. real. And it's tough to navigate, right? Yeah. So just even yeah. being honest with yourself that that's that you you feeling something. Yeah. yeah. You know, when I think about it, very common, like as we said, it's very common to experience grief during this time of year because you, you remember the moments you shared with those loved ones. And maybe particularly the holiday moments that you share. Yeah, for sure. And they, and, and they play out. So for somebody this year, it may be their first time having a Thanksgiving or a Christmas or a Kwanzaa or another holiday without a particular loved one. They really, they really cherish. Yeah. And so now they find themselves having these deep, sad feelings and asking, what can I really do this year? Because... When I think about this time of year, I think about that person I love. I think about the things we used to do together. It might have been rapping gift. It might have been, you know, the breakfasts that we shared. That person may have been humorous. That person may have been the one that plans all the gifts and organized things. They planned the trips and now they're not there to do that anymore. Yeah. And that can that can make it really, really difficult for people to try to navigate the season because they constantly being triggered. Do you think that when people are experiencing grief, that the people around them truly try or are doing a good job in general, are doing a good job to try to understand 
what people are going through? Or is there more of a movement toward, you know what? It's the holiday. Enjoy yourself. Don't think about it. Move through it. What are y'all thinking? Yeah, I think you said exactly what I was thinking. So, so quickly try to rush through how they're feeling. Yeah. So it's like, you know, sometimes you need to kind of sit in that and and process it, right? Really kind of get down to what is it that I'm feeling? So I think people try to rush through it too fast. And, you know, as far as the people around them, it really all depends on what your support system is and what your network is. I think that sometimes people don't know what to say or Mm -hmm. don't know what to do. And so there is an inclination to like, look at this, right? Look Mm -hmm. at this, you know, it's the holidays, it's whatever, uh, to try to encourage people to feel different. But the best thing we could do is, you know, support people where they are. Yeah. What'd you say? Support people where they what? Yeah, meet people where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think that, you know, grief is different for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have two sisters that have the same mother, but depending on our relationship, they're going to grieve and experience, you know, that the mother's death differently, you know? So I think that's important to realize that grief is different for everyone. It's no set. We go through that grieving cycle differently. Exactly. To do it. Yeah. yeah, it's not something that experience chronologically in some type of order. Mm-hmm. We do it in different ways, and that's important to understand. You know, one thing I like to tell people when it comes to grief is own the fact that you can feel this way. Because oftentimes yeah. I, I feel like people feel bad that they feel grief. Like, yeah. I should just be over this by now. I shouldn't yeah. be thinking about this right now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I remember saying to, saying to someone not so long ago, hey, you know what? You knew this person for 43, 44 right. years. Now they're gone mm-hmm. for a year and you expect to feel normal. No, you're gonna have you're gonna have them in your head, you're gonna have them in your heart, you're gonna yeah. see them, you're gonna feel them, you're gonna smell them, and that might go on for a long time. Yes, and that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. You're not crazy. Yeah, that's so real. And I think too, that's as far as coping and being able to manage, incorporating that into your like how you honor whoever it is yes. you lost or what it is you lost. So you know, if it's like that, what you were talking about with the smelling, whatever you you know smell, what you make, what y'all bake, what y'all mm-hmm. whatever you know, what you're used to doing. Wrap yourself in that. Hey, wrap yourself in that. Even your parents come and tell you stuff. They used to tell you, uh, your parents or loved ones, they tell you stuff that in, in your mind, you hear their voice telling you, you know, you know, yeah. that's wrong. stop mm-hmm. doing that. that yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That just means you have a deep recollection and recall yeah. of the things they used to say to you. And it's just coming out now. That's so true. And I think, too, especially as I mean, I think this all communities had this in different ways, but the act of storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Share that. Share Mm -hmm. those stories. Like really, you know, bask in that and and share those stories of whatever it is your grandparents used to tell Mm -hmm. you or, you know, your mom and daddy used to say. Share that with the kids. Yeah. The old pictures, the old videos, movies, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things from back in the day that, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So over time, you depending on where people are in their own grief process, they can actually bring their losses into their current experiences and mm-hmm. it becomes a part of it. So they're recognizing their loss as they move forward and understand where they are in life right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, like it, it completes the circle in a way, you know, it makes it more whole when you when we can evolve to that place. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, it does. I had a significant loss of my dad and I feel that I'm able to support my clients through the loss of, you know, parents. You know, a lot of them kind of say what you said. Oh, I should be over this by now. I don't know why I feel like this. I'm like, here, I'm a testimony that 
this can go on for a while mm -hmm. and it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Give yourself some grace to feel the way you need to feel. Right. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm able to help my clients through that process. That's that. That's good. That's good. Is there anything else you'd like to share or discuss in regards to grief? and going through the, the process during the holiday? Well, I think it's not just holiday time. Yeah. I think it's all times. Birthdays, that person's birthday, you know, just milestones you may have. So mm -hmm. anniversary. Yeah. So I just agree with Kristen, what she said, just honoring that person, you mm -hmm. know, in whatever way that you feel is appropriate, you know, still staying connected to them, you know, looking at their items. And, you know, I still look at like my dad's flag. He was a Vietnam vet. I still have that stuff like in my house, you know, so just working through the process, you yeah, know, yeah. knowing that person loves you and that they're there with you. Cause I still, yeah. you know, feel that, that presence with me. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's good. And I would add too, as a supporter, right? Mm -hmm. You're somebody who doesn't understand the loss of a parent or yeah. the loss of a, or you have somebody who you're connected to who maybe the relationship doesn't seem like you should feel that way about a person, yeah. but one, allowing yourself to feel how you feel mm -hmm. about whoever it is you love. Mm -hmm. But as a supporter of those people asking like, you know, what is it I can do, right? Can I do something for you? Saying, you know, being honest about it. If you don't know what to say, just saying that, right? I, I'm yeah. not sure. I want to support you. I want to be here for you. And I don't know what you need. Right. And, know. And you know, and, and I, go ahead. I'm sorry. You want to say, go ahead. No, nope, that's it. No, I was going to say, we don't have to be Superman, Superwoman, yeah. just be there. Just yeah. be there. And we have to also deal with, and I think one of the challenges is with the holidays, there is a cultural expectation for people to be happy. Uh -huh. and, and because of that, sometimes we may push away and not be supportive of people because we don't want them to take our vibe or yeah. our feeling. Like now, and, and another part of that might also be, you know, we got our own stuff and we're afraid that they're going to trigger us. Let's stay away from that. But, but in the, on the other end, the person who's grieving, yeah, I don't want to make nobody else sad or down. And I should, uh, you know, how the should, uh, I should feel good. I should feel happy, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put on this makeup, emotional makeup, and mm -hmm. I, I'm going to act like I, I'm okay and I'm going to smile, but really inside I'm hurting really bad mm -hmm. and really need to and, and, you know, and I think in our culture, we are really about feel good yeah yeah we want to go somewhere we want to feel good and just you know and not really deal with you now what's going on with us that process i heard you say earlier sit with ourselves that whole mm -hmm. idea that's so eastern that's not western yeah that's real <laughs> yeah it's like okay we want to get past the yeah rush through it laugh to keep from yeah let, let's go get my favorite beverage you know get with yeah. my friends you know and everything get that hookup and everything and that i get that dopamine and that serotonin rush and just be just be feeling good and then one of these days you wake up it's like you driving a car real high speed okay and then one day you you hit some black ice and now you spinning because that grief you never dealt with it you didn't address it and now you crashed and you're like oh my lord what happened my point is to emphasize the importance of us being able to be open and yeah. talk about our feelings of grief. Cause I, I think we have to be able to do that. And it's okay if we do that during the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And I think people have to be willing to be ears. Since we are talking about grief and be listening. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the suicide rates and I want to note that they tend to go down 
doing the holidays, but mm -hmm. after the holidays, they tend to significantly increase, you know, and I'll say this, I think it's important that with grief and with suicide and other things people might be struggling with that, you know, we try to be good listeners because we can begin to understand things when we strive to be good listeners. And we say things like, how can I support you versus why are you feeling like that? Yeah. Putting it on you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah help yeah. me understand. I think that goes, Justin and I are, are in the book club when we read what happened to you. So just in that essence of like what happened as opposed to what's wrong with you? Like, why are you yeah. acting like that? Right. Yeah. Or yeah. That have things that are going on. So really listening to, you know, people's experience. Mm -hmm. And I think too, having an expectation as I think it would be helpful if all of us could kind of have an expectation that with the you know, tree and the, you know, whatever holiday you celebrate in whatever mm -hmm. way that you also kind of expect there to be some grief from yourself mm -hmm. and for anybody else kind of, we set the expectation early that there may be something and we can have an awareness or be more sensitive to people's experience as different symptoms arise. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And I think the shift from saying what's wrong with you to what happened to you moves from a judgmental place to a mm -hmm. place of grace. You know, right, right, yeah, exactly. And that your your response is because of something that happened to you. And then you'll be able to kind of understand and be there and support that person, I think, a little bit better. Exactly, exactly. Sounds good. You guys, I mean, y'all blowing it up. New Heights <laughs> Counseling Center. Woo, woo. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long have y'all had y'all center? We're October 2020. Yes, we're yeah, a pandemic baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what's up. You know, um, I'll, I'll be sending y'all some referrals. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Since y'all are therapists, let's look at some things that might help us be able to work through our holiday blues. Like we said, oh, we ain't no Scrooge and we won't be singing the holiday blues. So what's some things we could do? So I'm going to throw out a, I'm going to throw out a topic and you guys tell me number one, self-care. Setting boundaries, mm -hmm. you know, as far as self-care, you know, mm -hmm. um, while you're buying gifts for, you know, family, friends, kids, Get your, do something mm -hmm. for yourself. If, if it's within your, you know, your means, you know, or go right. get a massage or a facial, you know, take some time for, for you. Yeah. yeah. To along yeah. with taking Listen. time, take some time off, right? <laughs> Don't end this year with 250 hours in your uh, PTO <laughs> bank. Yeah. Oh, God, God. <laughs> That sounds like uh, any, yeah, that sounds like a lot. I tell you, that sounds <laughs> like a lot. Take <laughs> like a day, you know, before or after by yourself yeah. with your yeah. family, whatever. Take some time. Yeah. You know what? I love what you guys are saying, and i like to add to that. Making sure that you go to your doctor on a regular basis. Get your yes. routine health care checks. Yes. Making sure you eat healthy. Yeah, I know we're yeah. going to eat all kind of carbs and all kind of crazy stuff during the holiday, but that's not every day. Right. So make sure you get you some greens in, some fruits and vegetables <laughs> and all those good things. A lot of water. Yeah. And get you some sleep. Yes. yes. That's good. Yes. Get you some sleep. And, you know, I'm like one of those exercise warriors. I like to work out. So, you know, okay. I, I believe in that. But you got to get outside. You got to get inside. Whatever. Try to exercise. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Yeah. I like to always tell people this, that, you know, that sitting for more than 45 minutes at any one given time is akin to smoking a cigarette. It's just not good for your health. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we gotta get on up, y'all. So, so those are some things. And you know, so I like to think about when I think of self care. I can't emphasize that enough. You know, what 
I heard y'all talking about have a plan. And yeah. I kind of thought I heard that in what you guys were saying. What do, what do you uh -huh. think about that? Yeah, having a plan, I think, is definitely a key to success, uh -huh. right? Having a setting mm -hmm. a budget. This is how much I'm going to spend. This is how much I'm not. Yeah. These are the days I'm going to cook on, and this is all I'm going to uh -huh. make. The make pies for the whole block. <laughs> yes, for the whole church. Yeah. So. yeah. You know what? I think it should be easy this year when it comes to budget. Cause there ain't no money. Like, like everything, yeah. all the inflation, everything costs us so much. Like, oh, it's real easy. You know, you know, everybody's cupboards is bare. Like, well, did I just say everybody? No, I don't mean I don't know that. But right. I mean, it's we live in some difficult times, so we shouldn't feel guilty about setting a budget and being yeah real about that. This is all I got to spend. So That's real. And then even piggybacking off of that too, being creative with your gift giving. Yeah. Right. So oh. people like heartfelt stuff. Everything don't have to be, which we talked about social media. Everything don't have to be no two thousand dollar bag or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Make make your holiday cards. Get your bust out your cricket. Mm -hmm. Get your glue sticks out. You know, make some cards to send to people. Take some pictures at home with your ring light and your iPhone seventy two, and <laughs> you know, send it out to your friends. So, you know, you there are things that you can do that you can plan out and that yeah. you can do at home. I, I, I will say, what you say? Yeah, you can just put that <laughs> stuff together, you know, make it and everything. Yeah. You know, it, it's nothing like something made by hand. And the people who really appreciate you are going to gonna see that and embrace it with as much love as if you went and spent a lot of money on something. But you yeah. know what? Those special gifts that made are made by hand, sometimes people will remember those. And they will keep them far longer than something that you bought them that was expensive. Yeah, yeah. they don't wear out. Yeah, yeah they don't wear out. Like yeah, because those kind of gifts are unique. Yeah, that that that's good. I heard you guys say earlier you talked about saying no, and I, I like to tell people that no is a complete sentence, so mm -hmm. you don't have to <laughs> say anything else. No, you know. Yeah. What about controlling our intake of alcohol and other drugs? Ooh. Just be mindful. Yeah. Just be mindful. You know, we can't say don't drink, but just be mindful of your limits. You know, say I'm only going to have one or two drinks or whatever your number is and stick to it, you know, and don't let people pressure you into, you know, shots. shots. Yeah, yeah. A party over here, a party over right. there. Right. And you the life of the party all the time. And then you can't go to work, can't do nothing else. Okay. Right. All right. And you feel like groggy and all humbug. All right. You know, and, um, what you know, and you don't have to be around people that abused you. You don't have to be around those people. Yeah, you for sure. I talked about that earlier and everything. What do you think is some messages that are some, you know, we talked about cognitive messages or beliefs that we might need to challenge about ourselves if we feel like we have to be doing all these things. What, what would you challenge your client to do to change some of those thinking areas, as we might call them, that I have to do all these things? Yeah, I think starting affirmation. I would be going affirmations, right? Knowing that I am enough as I am right in this moment. Say you are enough in this moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. So after, speak over yourself. Mm -hmm. Say, you know, set, set that up. <laughs> you are um, let me stop. I get so excited when I hear that word. Yeah, affirmations, mm -hmm. I think, is a, a good starting point. Yeah, I would say. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. The last thing, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you, Jessica and Kristen, and all of this. I think it's important that we are really, and uh, we become better listeners be because we talked earlier about being in community and being people that have to work together. So we have to be good listeners. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to help each other get through these difficult times, you know, we still dealing with the pandemic, you know, there's still, you know, people dying, you know, every day from, from Corona and other viruses and diseases. Yeah. 
every mm -hmm. day. You know, of course, there's a lot of violence going on right now. People, mm -hmm. you know, losing it and people's mental health. It, it appears to be stressed out like it's never been before. So I know we need to have a sense of community and the foundation mm -hmm. of that. We need to be good listeners. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, good listeners. And if we and we with less judgments, criticisms and condemnations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if we do that, I think it can help us all get through these difficult times, uh, lower our chances of being a Scrooge and experiencing the holiday blues and finding more peace and contentment in a very difficult time. You guys have anything else you would like to add? One thing, just, you know, speaking of listening, everybody wants to be heard, mm -hmm. right? So think of those things that you want for yourself. You want people to hear you. You want people to not judge you. You want people to just give you a fair chance and show you grace. So extend that to other people. Yeah. I agree right. with that. Yeah. Man, y'all said it. You know, I don't want to be rude, but she said it so cool. You listen, you listen, and listen some more. Maybe mm -hmm. you'll be better understood, and, and they will too. And maybe if we work together, things will get a lot better. So if you want to get over your blues, try to listen to somebody a little bit more. Because in the end, you might find that you might be heard a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. That being said, like us, subscribe. Add your comments in the discussion box, and we will see you in the next episode of Therapy is Life, where thinking, feeling, and experiencing well-being is what we do. Talk to y'all later. Yay.